Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. everybody welcome to yet another episode of the grace in the marketplace podcast happy freedom day yeah today is freedom day in south africa and uh hey the bible says whom the sun sets free is free indeed yes in the natural we were set free but spiritually we even have a greater freedom uh in jesus christ our lord and savior jesus set us free from the sin and the dominion of death uh, he set us free from um, uh, uh, the, the, you know, the curse of yeah. the law. He set us free from oh, sickness and disease amen. and poverty. And man, we are Sin just and so its grateful. And it's, consequences. And, all of its consequences. and so now we have liberty. Scripture mm-hmm. tells us where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. We sing songs about it. Yeah, where the spirit of the Lord there is, there is freedom. freedom. <laughs> amen. Is freedom. Happy Praise. Freedom Day. Happy Freedom Day, everybody. <laughs> and so, man, I'm excited. Tonight we uh, have a, a great program lined up for you, like we always do. Man, it's a 30-minute shot. You know, we, we like to just get in there and get on with the business mm. so that we can, you know, maximize on the time and uh, so that we can give you value for money. <laughs> Not that you're paying for it. It's a grace. You should in, be. It's a grace in the marketplace shot. It's a grace shot. It's a grace shot <laughs> on, a, on a Wednesday, Freedom Day Amen. Uh, evening. And so, man, we are so excited. Uh, today we have a guest all the way from England. And uh, they are from the, the name of the city is Buckinghamshire. 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 Okay. Okay. Something like that. Something, That's the name of the something. city. The and UK. they have a question. And so we're going to uh, uh, welcome them and then get them to ask the question. <laughs> welcome, Shingi, all the way from Buckinghamshire. I hope I said it right. <laughs> I'm not butchering I the died. Queen's language. Yeah, you tried. <laughs> welcome. Bless and so, what's your question? Bless you, PT, and bless you, beautiful Pastor Chifo. Uh, so, yes, you did say it right. It is Buckingham Chair. Buckingham Chair. Uh, so, yes. So, last week, Pastor Chifo mentioned that she, you guys were talking about gifts. And so, she mentioned that she recognized her gift later on in life when she was already serving. So, that was through faith. Whereas Pastor Tafara already knew what he was called to do because obviously he was involved in ministry from a younger age. So now my question is sort of like two part. So how does one differentiate between a spiritual gift versus a natural talent? Because we know their gifts and their talents. And then how does one harness the two separately without being conditioned or rather being pressured to operate or contribute freely in church because sometimes we do things to please the pastors or the leaders or mm. to be a part of the society. But if you feel you're not fully mature, how then can you harness the two without, you know, feeling under pressure? Awesome. That's a great question. Thank you so much, uh, Shingi, for uh, coming through and asking that question. We're going to attempt to answer that mm-hmm. question in the next 
segment of the show. Yeah. And uh, so I like this question because it's quite practical and I'm very practical yeah. when it comes to grace in the marketplace. And um, uh, the first question was, how do you differentiate between a natural gift, mm -hmm. right? Natural mm -hmm. talent yeah. and a spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, you really spiritual gifts are for the edification of the body Amen. spiritually. So spiritual gifts are to help people with spiritual needs. Mm -hmm. And then natural talent uh, is to just perform because mm -hmm. you're, you maybe you are blessed genetically mm -hmm. or you're good a, at math with an ability. You're good, you're good at, at math yeah. and things of that nature. And, 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 and spirit, natural talent really sometimes is not a reflection of our uh, spiritual, you know, gifting. Yeah. Because we, we see in several parts in scripture where God calls a man or a woman of God to preach and they say, but I can't talk. Mm -hmm. So naturally they're not gifted to talk. They don't, they can't talk naturally uh, outside of the anointing. When they now start operating in the gift of uh, uh, their, their, their spiritual gift, uh, that God has called them to do, then there's an anointing. There's a thing called an anointing, which is really God's supernatural power that gives you ability to do what you couldn't do. So I see sometimes people, you know, walk up to young people who can talk. I mean, there's some young kids who can talk and they say, man, you can talk. I think you should be a preacher. But, you know, which is really, it doesn't make sense because when you're talking spiritual gifts, it's not really our ability. We hardly ever bring our ability. If we do, God will use it, but sometimes our ability can get in the way. But uh, most part, we see in scripture that people were called to, by God to do things that they couldn't do uh, naturally. Okay. And that's where the spiritual gift comes. Uh, Moses said, I can't talk. And God says, oh, no, don't worry about talking. When we go to Pharaoh, I'm going to give you words in the spare of the moment. As you need them, I'm going to speak through you. And that's what a spiritual you know, gift is, and we're going to go to the next mm -hmm. segment of that question. But before we go, do you want to add to yeah, that? Yeah. No, I think that's, <laughs> I, I think that's absolutely perfect, right? I think what, you know, um, spiritual gifts are used really to minister um, spiritually, right? Because ultimately ministry is, is spirit to spirit, mm -hmm. right? So I, I really like the example that you had about, about um, people with an innate natural ability to speak, right? Mm -hmm. When we, when you're ministering spiritually to people, you're not, you know, you're spirit, you're ministering to their spirit, yeah. right? So a spirit, Spiritual gift is needed for you to be able to communicate um, spirit to spirit, right? So, um, man, I think that's awesome. What's the, what's the second part? The next question was, how can we not then be pressured, I think, that was the mm -hmm. question, to uh, serve in a local church mm -hmm. uh, for us to be able to develop these spiritual gifts? Now, I think that's a very good question because sometimes people feel pressured to do things. Uh, but God hasn't designed us to uh, function under pressure, to mm. do anything. Yeah. In fact, even when it comes to giving, he says he, he delights in a cheerful. Mm. Uh, the Amplified says what? Willing. Yeah. It says willing. Yeah. Ready to do it. Ready okay. to do it. Yep. It says, man, it's a, so whenever God uh, uh, makes an invitation for us to do something, yeah. uh, he doesn't want us to feel compelled to do it. He wants us to do it willingly. In fact, I'm reminded of Joshua and, uh, not Joshua, Elijah and Elisha, their relationship. So Elisha had a calling on his life and he felt that, you know, for him to develop in his calling, he needed to serve Elijah. But what was interesting in that situation was, you know, uh, Elijah, uh, Elijah would always push Elisha away. 
But Elisha would always push back and say, man, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to do this because he was a willing participant in his development. And so that's what I believe we should do. We should become uh, willing participants in our development. And uh, I five to now. She wants to be in the show. (laughs) See you later. And also willing to step out in faith, right? I mean, faith is going to take some form of courage, right? So if a a leader, and and typically what happens is sometimes leaders can discern a gift or an ability in you that they really want you to begin to step out in faith and use it. And sometimes, man, you know, your heart can be beating, right? (laughs) And so sometimes, you know, really to operate, no, not sometimes, all the times, in in order to operate in your spiritual gifts, you do have to step out in faith. And that may not always it may feel like pressure but it's it's a good pressure right it's yeah. a it's a it's a, it's a willingness to actually acknowledge that man i can't do this in my own strength i've got something god has put something on the inside of me yeah. and as i yield to him and as i'm obedient to say okay yes i'm gonna do that you know man that 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 gift will effectively minister to someone else so it's not a bad pressure yeah. it's not a bad uh, it's a okay i'm I'm feeling like stretched, but yeah. man, I'm going to do this, right? So I think that's also something else we need to just differentiate. Yeah, it's kind of like a balanced thing because you, I mean, as long as it's from God, sometimes you're going to feel pressure. Mm. You may get a, a job opportunity yeah. that's going to make you feel under pressure. But yeah. the principle that I wanted to talk about that I think is also very important is this, is, is that, you know, it doesn't matter what it is God has called you to do, whether it's a natural talent or a spiritual gift. You're going to need a coach. You're going to need somebody to help you along the journey. We see it in uh, Joshua's life. He had Moses. We see it in Elisha's life. He had uh, uh, Elijah. Now, in the marketplace, you know, sometimes people miss this because they feel like, hey, I'm just going to get promoted and I'm just going to, well, I know everything. I have a thing that I talk about called unconscious Mm -hmm. uh, incompetence where we don't know what we don't know. You know, it's an unconscious incompetence. You're like, man, I, I can do this. But we all need uh, mentors at every level in our lives and in our development. So if you are in the marketplace and we don't need one mentor, mm-hmm. you need several mentors. You know, you need mentors for your business, for your finances. You need mentors for, man, I have mentors for real estate advice. We have mentors for finances and investment. We have mentors for spiritual uh, growth. We have mentors for uh, marriage and relationships. They, you need mentors uh, multiple mentors that will help you know these different areas uh and that's going to help you grow and develop in this calling that god uh has given and has put on your life and, and the, so and the key is really to find someone who's just further down the road yeah further down the track than you are right so yeah. so look for people with fruit in their <coughs> lives right so if you're in a specific industry man look for someone who's winning in that industry you know yeah. look for someone who's got experience man that you can really just tap into and learn you know from them right i mean um i think you said who says it you can either learn from the school of hard knocks who says that yeah somebody you said know it. <laughs> someone said that you can either learn from the school <laughs> of hard knocks or you can learn mistakes. from someone else's mistakes man. Yeah. man it's always much better to learn from someone else's mistakes it's that always cheaper it's, it's gonna cost cheaper. you less okay? it's always less stressful okay? it's gonna cost you less so yeah so i think that's the question to that but never do anything under compulsion of pressure it must be from a willing heart to learn to develop and grow in the thing that God has called you to do. It's going to take, like we talked about last week, it's going to take uh, swimming upstream. It's going to take applying yourself. It's going to take having that grit to say, you know what, I've got this spiritual gift, but I'm going to do everything I can to develop it. I'm going to get better at it. You know, I, I found out in 2002 
uh, through the Holy Spirit ministering to me that I was called into the ministry. And ever since 2002, I've been involved in ministry in one way or the other. So you could say I've been in ministry now 20 years, you know, as a, in different seasons. I mean, it takes different uh, faces in different seasons. I've been in the youth uh, ministry. I was a youth pastor. In fact, I spent some time yesterday. I was in Zimbabwe. I spent some time with one of the guys that I pastored in in Zim. He's now a doctor. Uh, he's this doctor Simba. He may be watching, and uh, he owns uh, one of the big medical uh, centers in in the country there. And uh, so, what was interesting with with what he was bringing back memories. You know how we always did everything and we applied ourselves yeah. and we always got involved with one thing or the other. And I didn't realize at the time that the Lord was actually preparing me uh, for uh, uh, what I'm doing now. And I believe that I'm still being prepared for ultimately what I'm going to be doing because I don't believe this is the fullness of what God has called me uh, to do. But here's the kicker is that we are always in preparation season, always in preparation season because God has something else uh, for you in the next season. The seasons of God are so infinite that none of us can fully live out what God has called us to do. I mean, because we have limitations, we have our own perceptions, we have our own backgrounds that kind of limit us. Uh, but he was just, it was quite interesting. He was bringing back all these different, you know, memories of how we participated, how we got involved with uh, the different things in the church. It was quite a nice time of reminiscing, you know, in the good old days. But uh, uh, what I learned from that is, man, you're always in preparation season. And uh, there's a scripture I want to share I'm going to read it now, and then we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, then we will, you know, uh, talk a little bit about this scripture. I think it's a powerful scripture. It's talking about the children of Israel when they were leaving Egypt, and this is what it says in Numbers uh, 13, verse 17. I'm reading in the New King James Bible. He says, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory. So there was a main road, you know, the the highway or mm -hmm. the, um, the the freeway, the N1. What do we call the it? Highway. The highway, the right? Highway. The yeah. N1. Yeah. There was an N1 to go okay. to straight from Egypt to the promised land. Okay, which chapter is this, by the way? This is chapter number, Exodus. What did I say? Yeah, you said numbers. Oh, Exodus. I just said numbers? So it's Exodus. Exodus. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Exodus, Exodus because they're exiting. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did I say no, we numbers? were numbers. That's what I said. Okay. Man, come yeah, back to exiting. Exodus. Don't they're don't go to numbers. They're exiting Egypt. I'm talking about. I'm talking about exit. Oh, yeah, it yeah. should be Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> right. You. But watch this. Watch this. It says when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road or the highway. I mean, if, I mean, all of wow. us would prefer to go on the highway because on the highway there are no stop signs. Yep. There are no road. Uh, there is no traffic lights. Wow. There is no four-way stop. Or it, even if power goes, it don't matter. You can keep going. We are on the highway. There is no traffic light. <laughs> but when you are in the inside roads, you know when the power goes, it's gonna be You're it's gonna stuck. be some problems. You know, <laughs> when if those boys don't get on the way and help, it's gonna be some problems. So we know just in the natural that the the Inside roads are going to take longer than the highway. But it's interesting here because it says God is the one who led them on the inside roads because he wanted mm. them to take those and not be on the microwave road, right? Wow. And it says God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine uh, territory, even though that was the shortest route to the mm. promised land. And God said, if 
these people are faced with a battle. They might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness, through the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, what I just read uh, in Exodus 13 from verse 17 to 18. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Here we go. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So God wants you and I to prosper. Faithful Church is on Faith Broadcasting Network every Saturday at 10 p.m. Join us on Faith Africa on DSTV Channel 341, Faith USA and Faith UK. Be sure to tell a friend or two so that they too can receive a life-transforming word. See you there. The teaching that have really stuck with me is a teaching by Pastor Tafara where he was saying, you don't measure business success by the, the bank balance, the amount of money that you have, but you measure, you should measure your business success by the number of employees that the business is impacting or also the number of families that are directly uh, affected or impacted by your business. I this is Leanne and um, she's on Power Academy yes. and she's been telling us about one of her favorite courses on Power Academy. So tell us about what course you like, Leanne. Um, I, I can't say his name. He's the Tafara. Tafara. Pastor T. Pastor T. He's awesome. He has such knowledge about, about God and, and how God wants to bless us in the marketplace. And between him and these two, God has really worked in me, and he has freed me up to be a giver. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor T. We love you. The Grace in the Marketplace podcast is back. Tune in every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Central African time, live on all of our social media platforms. See you there. Will you dare to believe God? Will you dare to believe that God is for you? Will you dare to believe that God's promises are for you? Will you dare to believe that nothing is impossible with God? Will you dare to believe that God has more for you? Dare to believe. Praise the Lord. Welcome back to Grace in the Marketplace podcast. Man, we read Exodus uh, 13 uh, from verse 17 to uh, 18. And uh, I'm going to read it again. It's really a powerful scripture. And uh, the Lord here, uh, uh, you know, didn't take... Okay. <laughs> the Lord here didn't take the children of Israel... Uh, from prom from the from Egypt to the promised land on the highway and and you know when I read this it intri it intrigued me it says uh, Exodus 13 verse 17 when Pharaoh finally let the people go God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory even though that was the shortest route to the promised land God said if the people are faced with a battle 
they might change their minds and return to Egypt. This is a powerful scripture. God himself is saying to the children of Israel, you know, if I take you back quickly uh, on this fast route, there's some battles along that journey that you're going to be faced with. And all of us, you know, here's the news flash. All of us are going to be faced with some battles in this life. Uh, the things that are going to come against us. But God says, I know if I, if I take you on this quick one, uh, when you face these battles, you're going to trip up. And I believe this is, this is why we have so many people in the ministry that are, 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 are falling short. I mean, we have moral failure. We have people, you know, uh, uh, failing in the finances and handling of finance. I mean, it's crazy with leaders in the ministry. Even in the world, we have people that are struggling uh, to, 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 you know, just function in that promised land. And I believe it's because sometimes... God does not lead them on the main road, but they themselves decide, you know what? I'm not going to take the back routes. I'm not going to, you know, do it in this way that's long and inundated and just going round and round. In fact, listen to what he says. He says in verse 18, so God led them in a roundabout way. God Almighty led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left the Egypt like an army ready for battle. And because of this, it says they left like an army ready for battle. Because, the, you know, God took, some, took them on a lo long route. And sometimes the long route is because God is preparing mm. you. And it's going to take time for God to prepare you. He doesn't, you know, there's they, they, some things that are just better slow cooked. Mm. Wow. Wow. You know, I remember wow. the one time I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know how to make oxtail. You know, I thought you could make oxtail the same way you make beef. So you were out of town. And so I, I don't know where you were. Uh, it was just in our early years of marriage and you were coming back that night and it was around 4 p.m. And I had this brilliant idea. We didn't have a pressure cooker, nothing. I had this brilliant idea. I was going to go buy oxtail and make it in one hour so that by the time you get home, we're going to have oxtail for dinner. <laughs> so I went on YouTube. I, my, my, my mistake was I went and I bought the oxtail before I studied what it took. Mm. So I brought it home and I, I, I remember actually I sent a message to Maruva because she was the only one in the church that I knew knew a little <laughs> something about cooking. So I said, hey, I want to surprise, you know, uh, uh, my wife with, with oxtail. How do you make oxtail? And she laughed on the message back. She said, it's going to take you a long time. <laughs> I didn't know what and it you meant. Only had an hour. I didn't know what it meant a long time. <laughs> and that's what I tell young people, you know, that are trying to get into business, young people that are trying to get into ministry, young people that are trying to get into anything. I have a statement, you know, that I make at Grace in the Marketplace con uh, conferences that everything with God takes time. Mm. You know, your, 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 your calling is better slow cooked. Mm. It's uh, just like that oxtail. Man, you try and fast forward that process. When people bite, I tried to bite that thing. I tried <laughs> no, that to, thing nearly broke your teeth. Oh, man. I and tried you nearly to, lost some teeth I with try, that thing. I tried to fry it, <laughs> you know, just like you fry fish. And man, you bite that thing, it's like you're eating rubber. I mean, it's a mess. And so some things are just better slow cooked. And God is going to give you, uh, you're going to get into a season of testing. You're going to get into a season of, 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 of uh, being proven. You know, you, 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 everybody has to go into a season of being proven. If you read in 1 Timothy chapter number 3, verse 9. Let me read uh, 1 Timothy chapter number 3, verse 9 for you quickly. Uh, it says in 1 Timothy chapter number 3, verse 9, 
they must keep hold of the deep truths. He's talking about anyone who wants to be a leader in the kingdom, right? He says they must have a conviction. They must uh, keep hold of deep truths of faith with a clear conscience. That's number one. And he says they must uh, first be tested. Mm. Did you see that? Mm. And this is the part that sometimes we miss, you know, as young people uh, coming into business, that things are going to take time. You, 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 you're going to be tested. You know, if you want to be uh, uh, in the uh, investment stock market, you're going to be tested because you're going to buy a stock <laughs> and uh, that stock crashes and you may lose some money. Let me tell you, you're going to be tested. If you want to be a real estate uh, building your real estate portfolio, things are going to happen. You may lose uh, some some real estate to earthquakes or flooding or things of that nature. You you definitely going to be tested. You know you may lose. You may get a you may get a tenant that sent to pull out the fruit of the spirit <laughs> from you. You know. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you it doesn't matter what you do. There's going to be a proving of your character. There's going to be a testing of your character, and so you need to realize that things are going to take time and he says this he says and if there is nothing against them let them serve as deacons that's how he ends it he says they must first be tested and if there is nothing against them then let them serve as deacons you know if there is nothing against them only then will you let them you know uh, serve as deacons and so that's what we learn you know in 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 this verse that you know things are going to take time leaders uh, have to be slow cooked. Uh, if you want any kind of influence from God, uh, it comes through slow cooking. It doesn't come through, you know, microwave. Uh, 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 it doesn't come that way. You know, if I came to your house and uh, you invited me for dinner, and if I came to your house and everything is you're cooking it in the microwave, I might <laughs> make an excuse just to not eat that dinner, okay? Because <laughs> No, not everything should be made. Popcorn, yeah, we can pop, we can pop microwave popcorn. We can do that, but if it's if it's real food, man, it, you may need to actually slow cook it. And so I say all of this to say, God is looking for leaders. God is looking for people to use, and this is the only thing. You know, I was reading scripture when I was flying. I was uh, flying back from Zimbabwe yesterday, and I was reading scripture and. Uh, I got to think about it. Do you know there's only one crisis that Jesus ever admitted? You know, he, it wasn't a crisis of lack. Mm -mm. You know, when there was poverty, Jesus provided. Mm -hmm. When they ran out of wine, Jesus provided wine. Mm -hmm. When there was sickness, he Jesus healed them. Mm -hmm. The blind people, he gave them sight. The people with leprosy, he healed completely, you know, uh, cl cleansed them. And uh, uh, everybody, you know, got their... Their, their solutions from Jesus. There's only one crisis that he admits. Only one. And he says, this one is a crisis. You're going to have to pray. And that crisis, you know what it is? It's leadership. Jesus said and admitted that there was one crisis in the kingdom. And this crisis, he spelled it out this way. He said the harvest is plentiful. In other words, there is a lot of work that needs to be done. That's what harvest represents. When the harvest is ready, it means you send people to go and reap the harvest. Mm. So this may be harvest in the marketplace. This may be harvest in, with ideas. Like a harvest of business it's a, and a harvest of creativity mm. with mm. writing songs. Mm. Harvest. There is a, the floods of heaven are full of, the, the, the clouds of heaven are full of, of, of a harvest rain of opportunities. But this is what Jesus says in that same breath. 
He said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. You know what laborers are? Leaders in the kingdom. Jesus admits, you know, uh, uh, by his own standard and his own estimation, that there was a shortage of leaders in the kingdom. And it hasn't changed today. You, there is still a shortage of leadership. And I believe the reason is because of this. First Timothy 3. They must keep hold of deep truths to their faith with a clear conscience. But they must first be tested. I believe that a lot are failing the test. Okay. They keep failing the test. I mean, it they doesn't matter. rewriting it. You have to keep rewriting it. And some of them, it doesn't take much to see. I mean, all kinds of crazy things are happening with business leaders. All kinds of crazy things are happening with even church leaders. You know, forum, uh, moral failure has become a, a headline almost every week. Yeah, you know, with, some, with Christian leaders, it's like people are failing the test. Is it, uh, is it a test of faithfulness? What is it's it? a, a test, test of, of character. It's mm-hmm. a test of faithfulness. It's service. a test of service. Yeah. You know, because it's a test of also heart motive. Okay. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it to you know, bring shine and light on you? Is it to bring light and shine uh, on Jesus? You know, because if it's to bring light and shine on you, man, the enemy is going to set you up in that same uh, trap that he he set himself up and fell into his thoughts, you know, random thoughts that were not kept, came to him and he says, I will exalt myself. I will be like the most high God. And what happened? He was cast down into, into the earth. And so, man, we need to take this test and, uh, you know, pass the test. Yeah. And how we do it is just like the first question we got, realize that they're spiritual gifts, but it's going to take preparation. The big part of leadership is preparation. We're all preparing every single day you are in preparation. Always realize that every single day is an opportunity to prepare. I was sharing with my Shia, and was I sharing it on this podcast? I don't know. I share a whole lot. So I was talking about this show that they have, where they have cameras. It could have been last week's podcast. The candid camera. Yeah, they have a hidden camera. And someone leaves money. And someone drops money in front of you. It's an interesting. I don't know if I was sharing it in a live group or at the office. Oh, at a lunch. We were having dinner. We were having when Mushy and Tari came through. Yeah, we we were were having having dinner. Yeah, I was sharing this story with them. They have these candid cameras. It's a character camera, right? It's a character test camera where you know you're walking past someone, and then you you. The funniest one is where they have a, a cell phone with a shocking device on it. Okay. So what what they do is you walk past them, and then they. They take the phone and then they just drop it by mistake. But it's not a mistake. It's a uh-huh. setup. And they want to test people's character. And then people usually... So they just drop it on the floor. As you are walking uh, 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 walking past each other. They just ah, drop it on the okay. floor as if it's a mistake, right? <laughs> or they just come sit next to you on the bus stop and just, you know, let the phone fall out. Fall out of the pocket. And then act like, okay, they got up and went and left the phone, oh, right? Wow. And then you you grab the phone if you... And they're filming this whole thing. <laughs> Everything is on camera. <laughs> they're filming what this whole thing. Do? Now, pastor, now the pastor is sitting with you on the table and he looks at the phone or the... The, a bundle of money, right? 10,000 rand is not real money. It's just a bunch of uh, <laughs> uh, papers they stack. Now, the pastor is looking at the money and he's thinking about the word that he was taught. And he's thinking nobody's watching. Uh-oh. And it, you know, or, or whoever, right? Wow. And then people usually take the cell phone, put it in their pocket. And then the guy usually comes back and he says, hey, listen, I dropped my cell phone. Did you happen to see it? And then the person says, oh, no, I haven't seen no cell phone. And then they press the shocking 
<laughs> and the, the thing starts shocking them and they start dancing. You know, they just start dancing while they say this. It's like, man, I said, have you seen myself? Wow. And it's like, oh, man, leave me alone. They take it out. And then. But I say all of this to say everywhere, live like there are cameras following you. Live like you would leave if everyone was watching you. Just have a, a high standard of, you know, your character. Mm, but God is watching you. God, God is, is not, watching not, not you. Not in a fearful, huh? oh, God is watching you. No, no, not know. in a fearful thing. But, but, but you're always he's, being He's observed. watching you because he wants to promote you. Come so on. he's watching yeah. you to say, man, I want to promote this person. Mm. Man, come on, do right. And, and, and Ashley, is this, Ashley Teres is, is this statement that God doesn't test you for you to fail. Mm. He tests you to promote you. He like tests he, you with good. He tests you with good. Mm. So the reason why God is testing you is because he wants to test you for promotion. He's testing you with good. good. And so here it says, I'm going to read it one last time and then we wrap it up. He says they must keep hold, you know, leaders, right? They must keep hold of deep truths of faith with a clear conscience. That's number one. And um, uh, they must... Uh, uh, first be tested mm -hmm. and if there is nothing against them let them serve as deacons and so this is really a powerful scripture that's calling all of us to service man what do you do when you use the bathroom and no one is watching public bathroom when no one is watching mm. you know some people just kind of use that thing and then just leave it for the next person and it, it's gross don't do that stuff no, that's a small thing but it's very important it, that, that may very, be the key important. to your promotion that's it. You know, when you when you're on the plane. We were on the plane to <gasps> oh, to, man. to some from, point. from 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 um on Emirates from Dubai to LA. Yeah. Man, halfway through those bathrooms were disgusting. Exactly. People just were not even cleaning them up after themselves. I mean, you've used the toilet. Clean it up. Exactly. You know? And that's a terrible attitude that can people don't look at it this way. Because they think, okay, that doesn't matter. Or it's someone else's duty. Or it's, even if, no. but, but, but if you don't take ownership of things like that, you're disqualified mm. for promotion and for leadership. Mm. It's as small as when you use a, a, a bathroom on the, you know, plane. on the plane. And you don't clean up after and, and And, you, you, I mean, there's no rule that says you must clean up, but, you, you know, serve. It says let them serve as deacons. So everywhere you go, awesome. man, you're thinking service. You know, you're thinking, how can we serve these people? How can we be, you know, of better service to, to the world out there? And when you do that, you position yourself uh, for promotion. And that, so that's it. Grace in the Marketplace podcast for tonight. Uh, just two scriptures that you need to revisit and remember. Exodus 13, 17 to 18. I read that one in the New King James Bible. First Timothy 3, uh, verse 9 and 10. I read that in the King James Bible as well. And uh, this is uh, from, from us. Uh, again, hey, if you want to be featured on this show, please send us a question. Send your question to... Any question. Any question. Any question. From business. Anything. To, you know, uh, I was going to say investment, but we're not, uh, we're you know, not certified, not, you know, but, but we can not, give you we're tips. We're not approved for that. But, we, you know, it won't be uh, professional advice. No. It will be Bible advice, okay? Yeah. Uh, and um, it can be, it can be relationships because you know that can impact the way you function <laughs> in the grace Amen. in the marketplace mm. uh, and it can be you know just life in general send us an email send us your question you may be the lucky one to feature next week and ask your question or the week after and ask your question live at grace in the marketplace podcast we love you god bless you and thanks for tuning in bye bye, bye, -bye.